0: Welcome everybody to Bible on the Rocks. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the story of Abraham and Isaac from Genesis chapter 22 verses 1 through 19. As a general disclaimer, the views and opinions shared are those of the participants only and do not necessarily reflect those of any Christian denomination, nor do they reflect those of any of our sponsors. So sit back and enjoy as we explore the Bible with Bible on the Rocks. My name is Jeremy Spittle, and I am drinking Kentucky Owl, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey from Bardstown, Kentucky, provided to us by Brett's friend, John
1: O'Donnell. Thank you,
0: John. Nice. John, Thank you, John. This Cheers. For, this one's for you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, wait.
2: Hold on. Hold again.
1: <laughs> Very good. It's mm. a good one. It is. Um, It's the Prohibition celebration one, right? I'm going to just just food for thought, just random fact off the top of my head,
0: okay? Okay. In 1916, just before Prohibition, uh, this guy's family who made this whiskey, this bourbon whiskey, his entire whiskey inventory was seized by the federal government, never to be seen Mm. again.
2: Boo. Boo, Can you believe
0: that? Wow. That's another show. And so this... (laughs) Uh, this bourbon, it's it has confiscated written on it. Uh, confiscated Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is a tribute. In case you guys don't oh. know, I thought he
2: somehow had it still
0: from that. Oh, yep. yeah, I'm like wow, oh, that'd that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. No. Yeah, is a tribute to the vanished mm-hmm. barrels of bourbon
3: and to opportunities lost. Thanks to the federal government. Yep, mm. the federal government had some fun drinking the rest of that when they confiscated it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: two opportunities, never <laughs> well, to be seen again, because it went down to the whatever amendment that reversed prohibition. Right. I don't remember what uh, amendment that was. Thirtieth? No, that's too many.
2: Twenty? Twenty?
1: No, twenty. There's a lot of twenty amendments. is the income tax. So twenty. So there was one two? that. There's one that banned alcohol, right. and then
2: there was one that reversed it. Reversed yeah. it. Yeah. And there's one in
1: between them. I think they're not consecutive. All right. to the one that reversed to the it. One that to the reverse. one that reversed it. The one that one reversed it. <laughs> and John shipped it to us in this nice box. Yeah, with packing material. Yeah, it was shipped Prime. Ooh, wait. Amazon Prime. How do you yeah. ship Prime? Priority mail, maybe?
0: No, it was, just, it just was in an a Prime, Prime box. box. I, was, I was making a joke. Oh, okay. I was making a joke. It's in an Amazon Prime <laughs> box?
1: Oh, gotcha. But what's the packing material made from? So if you look closely, <laughs> it's
0: shredded checkbooks. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And, you know.
1: So we're going to take these little there, pieces and see if we can put it together. There may or may number. not be
0: enough to find <laughs> out what John O'Donnell's routing
3: <laughs> is. <laughs> I John O'Donnell, you might mm. be buying us some more bourbon. I thought it might describe where all the uh, bourbon was hidden when it was confiscated.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Ooh, like <laughs> we a, just puzzle? Got a piece of it. Together. Ah, <laughs> it's like national <laughs> treasure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mystery. All right. All right. Who else is here?
3: Uh,. Jameson Stubbs is here. I'm also having the Kentucky Owl. I'm drinking mine neat. And uh, it is very good bourbon. It really is. Well mm. oh, well, I guess Josh will go next. That's a nice yes.
1: that's a nice four right
2: there. <laughs> that does not sound I like I'm Josh Perius. I did have a glass of the bourbon. It was delicious. But now I've moved on to Altered Sud's uh Dream
1: Kingdom. Hmm. Altered Suds, local brewery. Yes. In Warrington, mm-hmm. Virginia. In Warrington,
2: in the uh, lower level of the uh, Molly's Irish Pub building. Is that a, uh, like a New England IPA or something? It is a IPA. I don't know which kind. It's kind of hazy. they just write their name on it. Yeah. Is it uh, like
1: a... Cool can. The New England IPAs. What did you say <clears throat> those all were? Juicy. 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 <laughs> I was gonna say moist, <laughs> and I knew that wasn't right.
2: <laughs> they have a new uh, raspberry, no strawberry goes or strawberry sour. I can't remember which. who I do like a that, sour. Um, tastes like frankenberry. It's really odd. Ooh. Oh, really? That
1: doesn't sound good. It That's not actually, really selling
2: it. I mean, I I like frankenberry, but it doesn't taste like frankenberry while you're drinking it. But the immediate aftertaste is frankenberry.
1: No. Oh. And I'm I'm Brett Hanky, I'm also drinking the special edition confiscated Kentucky owl bourbon whiskey and it's too bad we're not doing something from proverbs today because the Kentucky owl is like owl represents wisdom oh mm. yes. uh, well maybe we can find like something like
2: Athena she had an owl for wisdom the she greek did. goddess
1: ah oh. do you only really remember that cuz of clash of the titans
2: no, actually, because we have a new program at work called Athena, and, it, and its a little mascot and for us is, is an owl. <laughs> all
1: right, I'm Brett Hinky. Yeah, and I'm drinking the. I already said that part. You did, uh-huh. but let's do it again. All right, so the the confiscated Kentucky Owl bourbon whiskey. I am the storyteller. I forgot to mention that part. Um. All right, today we're going to talk about the story of Abraham and his son Isaac, and. Abraham being asked to sacrifice his son Isaac. Spoiler alert. And then what happens Jeez. there? Oh, I thought everybody knew that part. But I guess there could be folks that don't know Atheists. That. Or hopeful agnostics might not know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the verses I'm referencing when we talk today is Genesis 17, 17 through 21. Genesis 21, 1 through 6. And Genesis 22, 1 through 19. Okay. So this is uh, the story of Abraham and his son Isaac. And let me set the table for you. So Abraham, God comes to Abraham, says, leave your homeland, and I'll be your God. You will be my boy, Abraham, and your people will be my people.
0: And he was called Abram? Abram. Abram before. Yes. Before G- B B C or BG, before What's God, before R- he met God, he was... Oh, uh, at- okay.
2: Was RBG,
1: right before God. Right before God. <laughs> 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 Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so he was Abram, right? Yeah. yeah. And then... Um, what the... <laughs> We got robots I speaking in of I was there. trying to pull the verse up, and my He's my Bible app, up. my started Bible app started reading reading, reading it. it out loud to me. Yeah. <laughs> so God says, "Leave, leave your homeland," right? Yeah, and um, and then He promises him, "You're going to have a son, and I'm going to establish my covenant with him, and it'll be an everlasting covenant, and then uh, with him, and then his descendants after him." And He tells Abra- Abram, "I'm going to bless the world through you." Then he changes his name to Abraham. There's a whole part that I'm not including here in the verses, but where God comes to him and says, "All right, so one of the marks of of my people is going to be circumcision." So Abraham has to circumcise everybody. Then he then he changes his name from Abram to Abraham, and then Sarah with an I. Does anybody know any Sarah spelled with an I? That's isn't it, Sarai? I don't know. You think that's how? It I don't pronounced? know. I, that's how I guess, read it. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, she becomes Sarah, I think with an H. Yeah. So God promises you're going to have a son and I'm going to bless all the nations through him. Quick question. How old was he when he met God? Oh, I don't know when he met when he met God, when God told him that. Do you think, though, perhaps they were worshiping God before then? Because it doesn't seem like he's like, who are you? He's like, well, I'm God and do this. It seems like he knew who God was. And then God tells him something, and then it's true. credited to him as, as faith and righteousness. That's true. It's for I
2: thought God. <clears throat> at the introduction of Abram, they say, he's in Ur yeah. of the Chaldeans, and he was like a faithful guy. Like yeah. It was passed down to him oh, okay. from... I so he's would, a believer. I guess it would be through Noah at that point, right? Yeah, because oh, Noah yeah, yeah, right, knew God, right. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Good point. Good point, yeah. So God was around. He's God-fearing, but this is... Abraham's, this is before Moses, this is before Israel. This is like the start. This is it. Well, yeah, I mean, this is Abraham and God makes a promise about the people and then, then you eventually get to the Jews here.
3: Um, he was, he was 99.
1: When he has,
3: no, but when, 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 when when he's told by God that you're going to be the father of many nations, he's 99. Really? I
1: just read that. Oh, okay. I thought he. I thought God tells him to leave the earth. Well, he tells him this several times, that you're going to be the father of many nations. I'm going to bless the world through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my understanding is maybe there's like, generate, like decades pass almost before he has the child.
0: Yeah, I, I always got the impression that he was pretty young when he encountered God the first time. And uh, Sarah was kind of expecting to get pregnant, but never could. And so then you know it was kind of like kind of they were losing hope in this promise, or at least Sarah was Abraham probably not. Yeah, and there's parts where they travel but around too,
1: and then uh, so he leaves, and then people are attracted to Sarah, and he says Sarah's my like oh, yeah. oh right yeah. sister sure. cousin that's or whatever. Probably
0: a story we should we should talk about in the yeah future. that's a weird one too. Yeah, those are some.
2: Well, it's interesting The book ended, right, in the verses you picked you have the inter- the blessing right and about. Abraham in seventeen, and then we pick back up in twenty-two. Sodom and Gomorrah happens in there, also. Oh, okay. yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, like oh, in man. the middle things. <laughs> so, a, yeah, lot okay. a lot of stuff happens. It's right. just a busy um, part of the Bible.
0: Busy. And Sodom and Gomorrah happened before uh, Isaac was born.
1: Isaac and Ishmael. I'm assuming we're going to talk I, about. I think we're not going to talk about Ishmael. We're not talking about Ishmael. I mean, we could we could talk about them in passing if we just want, just quick All for right. context,
2: right? So, Abraham, because you're, you're setting the stage. Abraham is Abraham is the father of The Jews and Israelites, but he's also the father of the Islamic faith, if you will, and uh, Muslims through the line of Ishmael. His son through the previous, I guess his concubine? Hagar.
1: Hagar. Hagar, Not the horrible. Right. (laughs) Or maybe she was horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I call her Hagar the fertile. That's true. So, yeah, he does try to have, so God's made him this promise. Then he tries to have uh, children with his is it concubine. As I saying, I don't know. If, I think it would just be term. servant, right? I don't yeah, think he's I, at the point of. I thought concubines were more like. I think like H- a king. Hagar is one of when Sarah's a king, servants. A right, but yeah. Sarah,
0: the way it, it winds up is Sarah says, "I I'm not doing it yeah. for you. I'm sorry, man. Why yeah. don't you take my servant and and yeah. sleep with her, and she can give you a son? Yes,
1: it's not happening here." And then one of the things where God says, uh, you're going to have a son. And then Abraham laughs. Uh, yeah. Right. To himself. And he says, no, you're going to have a son. You're going to name him Isaac, which means laughter. And he's going to be the father of many nations. He says this about Isaac. And, and, and Abraham laughs and says, oh, if only Ishmael could be blessed. All right. And so, so then we get into this. So they, uh, and at this point, and so this is the, the years I looked up. And um, there could be parts are missing, Jameson. But it says that I think I think Abraham was ninety nine when God says you're going to have a child, and Sarah might have been like ninety eight or in her eighties or something like that, which is pretty old to be having kids. Right. Well, I think it was a, yeah. a hundred
3: when, but the the circ- the covenant of the circumcision he was ninety nine. But I was I thought I read that he was a hundred when he was
2: told that he was going to have a son. So, I mean, all Either that. way, is old. And the original, yeah, either way. The original I mean, blessing to him was when he's 75. I'm going to make a – I found that. Really? Out. Genesis okay. 12. I will make you into a great nation and bless all that. That's when when Abram was 75.
1: Oh, wow. So, anyway, Dang, 25 okay. more years. You've got Ishmael in between there. Mm-hmm. And then God comes and says, all right, this time next – I think it's something like this time next year, Sarah's going to uh, give birth to a child. You're going to name him Isaac. Uh, well, Abraham laughs and he says you're gonna name Isaac, and it's kind of like a, a ironic name because, well, is that irony? It's a. No, it's not ironic because it's the exact same thing. Whatever, it's uh It's like a joke name almost, right? Because yeah. uh, it means <laughs> right. laughter because you laughed, and uh, and then he he wishes Ishmael could. Be blessed because he, he doesn't, almost doesn't believe that Sarah's going to have a child. All right. So then Sarah does have a child. Now I have that Abraham's 100 when Isaac is born, and Sarah is just under 100. So like 99, something like that 98, 99. So and that's old to have a child.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even now. Probably yeah, very old. Yeah, like yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so uh, Isaac born, uh, which means laughter. And God has said, I'm going to bless all nations through him. Then God says, sometime later, decides, oh, uh, Abraham, I'm going to test you. So I want you to sacrifice your son upon an altar in uh, Moriah, I think it's called. And Abraham says, okay. And this is after he said, you know, you're going to have, uh, I'm going to bless you. Or, and And the whole world's going to be blessed from your descendants, which are going to be descendants from Isaac. And then God says, all right, sacrifice your son. So he takes two servants and a donkey, and they go to Mariah, which, uh, according to some accounts I read, is like 50. That's like a 50 mile journey. So yeah, it th- took about three days. Yeah. 50 miles in three days walking is pretty good. It is. Yeah. That's hauling that's ass. That's all they did back then. Yeah. <laughs> They're really <laughs> sure good, good they at do it. do a lot of walking.
2: Thanks,
0: Jameson. <laughs> Like, oh,
2: then, uh, uh, I'm the donkey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> James it hit him right in the head. You guys right over it.
3: Yeah. But I thought it was interesting too, though, is that they like cut the wood and then brought the wood. Like, so they're hauling all that wood with them too. It's right. not like, right. you know, they are. But I guess maybe Mariah. Doesn't have trees. I don't know. Maybe right. it's maybe it's just all desert or something. But like yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was interesting. They cut the wood to, to take that with
2: them on the trip. I mean,
1: yeah, to make sure they had it, I guess.
2: Yeah. So the third day. So so, there, so, so I just when you wish Genesis was written like written written by someone like with more of a what would it be like third person omniscient or whatever where it's like. And Abraham said to himself, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah. Like, and they were just like, so then he got a donkey and some wood and they took off. And you're like, what? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you, do? <laughs> like, you missed a few how steps. How about the part where he goes, really? Are you serious? Or he just like is horribly conflicted internally. Like, there's just nothing on his personal narrative. It's hard. Yeah, it's a good yeah, point. Yeah, we're, we're left to assume he was,
1: okay. Right.
3: Right. Well, okay. He, okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, I don't want to. Well, I guess like, jump ahead, ahead of the yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, you know. but he's not writing the story. Someone else is telling yeah. us the story later. Moses, on. Right. Yeah, Moses, or whomever. Somebody the, who doesn't uh, care about were. details. <laughs> yeah, if Eric was here, he would tell us like what the was it like Q and X. Yeah, and yeah. Josh knows this stuff.
2: JDFP, no JDPG. Yeah, yeah. Q, um, Q and on Q and Yeah, no the <laughs> Deuteronomic Priestly... Elohim and whatever, there's four things that supposedly make up the Pentateuch when all woven together. Yeah. And they all, and they date them to like 500 BC and not anywhere where it happened, which I was just actually arguing with my son about this this earlier today over text, because he was like, this part was written in like 500 BC because the Israelites first encountered Greek culture and they were grossed out by it. So then they wrote these things. I'm like, those things are in Leviticus. They were probably more written like a thousand BC, like maybe after the Exodus when it says it was written because, uh, I don't know, I read um, Josh McDowell's Evidence That Demands a Verdict. Yeah. Two. I don't think I read the first one. Oh, he had a reason. sequel? I think uh, so.
1: Evidence That Demands a Verdict 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Either way, it was like an archaeological defense of like an old Bible. And I thought it was pretty good for everything post-Abraham. Before Abraham, not so much. It's it's a flimsy argument in my th- in my opinion. I should have read the first one. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's where he defended (laughs) it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, you don't really understand the second one if you don't read the first one. That's
2: true. Well, I thought the first one was aimed at the New Testament,
0: but... Of course, Terminator 2 makes a lot of sense even without the first one.
1: That's true.
2: I still to this day have not watched the entire Terminator 1. I've seen like... Not in a row. I think I've seen it all, but it never sequentially. Mm-hmm. But I've seen Terminator 2 like 15 yeah. times, and I enjoy yeah, it still I, every time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Especially with the Guns N' Roses music yeah. going through it. All right. What What's next, Brent? Okay. So then what happens? So Jameson's right. They're carrying the wood. On the third day, they see – Abraham sees it and says, all right, servants, stay here. Uh, my son and I, we're going to go worship, and we'll come back to you. And then he has Isaac carry the wood. Uh huh. And then, uh, so I guess they take it off the donkey. Isaac carries right. the wood. Uh, what? what so was I was that? just
2: saying. I I panicked the last minute to say this out loud. But what the hell? I'm just like, dick move. Make your kid carry his own wood that's going <laughs> right. to burn him to death. Right. Yeah. Sure. And what and does then Abraham was like, carry? And Then
1: I'm like, what am I saying? I should not probably call Abraham. Dick well, move. Abraham carries. <laughs> says Abraham carries the knife and the fire. I'm guessing a torch. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe. F- Flint? Flint, yeah, and some lanterns lantern? and some little like I uh... Know. I don't know. How, some how did they
0: make stuff? fire back then? I
2: don't know. Big. He had a giant magnifying. glass. Maybe he had like a like a <laughs> weird little
1: pot that they would carry with burning embers. Maybe. Mm, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. But, Either way, he's carrying that. All right, so they they walk on for a while. Mm-hmm. Leave the servants behind. They never I, establish
2: an age for Isaac, right? They don't say. He's like six or ten. No, <laughs> I don't
1: know. Jameson, did you notice an age for Isaac when you
0: were I reading? I did not. No. And I actually thought about this because fa- it calls it just him a says, boy. It just he, says, it says sometime boy, later. The boy. Yeah. you know. Um, but he's old so,
2: enough to carry, carry wood.
0: enough wood for a <laughs> sacrifice. right? You know? But yeah. then
2: less than 13, otherwise he'd be a man. Is right, uh, that? Well, that's the whole, I mean, this is probably before that establishment of Jewish culture. Right. I would guess at the time, right? So let's call him twelve. Yeah, or maybe So he hadn't had his bar and mitzvah. And By no nine. bar mitzvah yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, they wouldn't have it called it that yet, but maybe. Yeah. I don't, yeah.
0: Maybe I don't nine know. or ten. I don't know. I, I, he's he's got to be big
1: enough yeah. to to carry wood, right? You know. Yeah. So he's carrying wood. Uh, Aram's carrying the knife and fire. However you however you carry fire, and um, so they Carefully. walk on. F- <laughs> right, <laughs> great point. So they walk on for a little while. Isaac says, "Where's the lamb?" So right, he says, "We're going to go sacrifice and worship." So my guess is worship meant sacrifice. Well, actually, the whole they travel the whole way with the intent of making a sacrifice. Yeah. So Isaac says, "Where's the lamb?" Abraham says, "God will provide." Um. So they so they keep climbing, lay everything out. Isaac, Karen, Wood to be sacrificed. Abraham ties him up, has the knife about to kill Isaac and sacrifice him. And then an angel says, no, don't kill him. Now I know that you fear God. And then and then Abraham looks and sees a ram uh, trapped by its uh, horns. horns, Horns. Thank you. uh, In a bush. And they sacrifice that ram to God. And that's the story.
0: And they live happily ever after.
1: Yes, <laughs> the Jews live happily ever after from that point. Nothing on, bad ever happens <laughs> <No>. after that. <laughs> 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 Everything always is really good for them after that. Yeah.
0: So I, I had a question about like how old is Isaac in this story, right? So because I don't think it says, and I didn't care to look up how mm. old. Scholars and everybody think he he was, but like I said, he's big enough to carry the wood for the fire, which has got to be a good bit of wood, you know? I mean, you're burning, you're supposed to go up there to burn a a goat or a bull or a ram or whatever.
2: Or even a boy. It's a lot of wood to burn a body. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's a lot of wood. It is. Um, I think it was like the cover that Led Zeppelin album. We just got all the sticks on his. Oh back, right, uh, yeah. Um, oh, what yeah, album like is a... that? Uh, is that three or four? No, it's no, not four, four is or... got the
1: Zeppelin on. Yeah, it, right. Um, maybe it's no. It's the song remains the same, isn't it? Oh, Ooh, maybe good pull. Mm, nice. I, I just know, know when it comes to making out, and you want to be listening to side two of Led Zeppelin four. <laughs> <laughs> is that dazed and confused. Fast times of rich times. Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, I forgot where I was going with his age. Sorry, sorry. No, that's all right. My question was probably the same, which is like, at what point does he go, "Sure, Dad, tie me up"? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He bind Abraham. It says
0: Abraham binds him up and places him on the altar. Yeah, and and I mean, is, is he it just, just like giving Isaac? up, or is has Abraham explained to him, "Hey, by the way, we came up here, but God actually wants me to sacrifice you"? Right. And you know maybe Abraham has passed on this tremendous faith to his son Isaac. Yeah. And Isaac is saying, all right. All right. Like Jeb whatever you daughter. say, man. Right. I trust in God. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. She believe she was like, all right, let's go. Right. I I'll just give me a give me a couple of weeks. Right. I want to go party. <laughs> and then and then we're good. But he
1: didn't give him a couple of weeks. He's just like, no, no this is happening right yeah, now, bro. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But that's what. Uh, but I was, why would he need to tie him up then? Mm. Well, maybe at the
2: last minute he mm-hmm. didn't want yeah, to change. You're not his his going to
1: lay still while the. Well, I guess well, he doesn't no, lay he's, still for the fire. He's, he's going to get stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. You're like, I thought this was a good idea. I changed my mind. Ah, you're tied up now. Right. See. Sorry. Yeah. But it's, I
3: think it just it comes down to probably something that maybe God instilled in in, in both of them that, um, you know, this was His plan. Cause I, I, I kind of looked up some stuff and, and it was saying how there's a lot of parallels between this story and, and Jesus and, right. and, um, you know, th- that they both are beloved sons. Um, they both carry the wood, which becomes the instruments of their death. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, would be death in, in mm-hmm. Isaac's case, but, um, both cases, the father's leading the son, um, and, uh, they both are following obediently. And, um, and then God provides the sacrifice. Um, <clears throat> and that they were both innocent. I mean, you know, Isaac, just a young boy and, and Jesus, you know, sinless. And, uh, but they were, you know, so it, I thought it was interesting that the, there's a lot of parallels between that from the Old Testament and, And that's probably one of the reasons why God
0: favored Abraham. And I I think um, something that Abraham says also is, he said, God will provide the sacrifice, Mm -hmm.
1: foreshadowing Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm. So the ram becomes Jesus. So instead of sacrificing man, God provides a substitute, so that ram. And so I think we read the same thing. So uh, one thing I read, they talk about – so one of the things is the importance of the New Testament in order to interpret the Old Testament. So I I read this article, and they're comparing in in synagogues. They'll talk about this story, and not a very popular story, frankly. So, like, what are we supposed to take from this? That God approves of child sacrifice or – well, we learned that from Jephthah. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Um, and so it's a tough story to tell because you don't have the New Testament. That that basically is what Jameson's saying is that really this is um, – and the one thing I, I read calls it prophetic reenactment. Where there's several examples in the Old Testament of where God basically – or the prophets reenact in miniature what God's going to do writ large. So one example they give is uh, Hosea, a prophet, who's told to marry Gomer, who's a prophet, total yeah. whore wife. So he's got a whore wife. Also a terrible name for a woman. Gomer? Gomer. Yeah. Gomer. yeah. yeah. Especially now. <laughs> it's like naming your
2: kid Jezebel.
1: yeah. Yeah. I was, I was gonna mention some other names, but I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> but, um... Like candy? Yeah, so Hosea with his <laughs> candy. Yeah, exactly. So Hosea with his whore wife is an example of God, and then uh God's people are like the whore wife, but God remains loyal, right? Um and so here, you know, the as Jameson's point out, the whole story points to Jesus, right? So you've got Abraham, you've got uh there- there In are multiple kinda, times also where
0: God says – or it's written that God says, sacrifice your only son, yeah. the son whom you love. hmm Right. Which is, I mean, obviously foreshadowing Jesus. Again, poor Ishmael,
3: though. And that, that's where a lot of right?
0: a lot yeah, of not the believe. one you love, not that other one. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Ishmael was cast out. I know. So – I, I I don't know. I guess that means like, yeah, you're dead to me. I don't know. No
3: inheritance. I mean, and that's a... You bastard. Another, uh, you know, this story, non-believers kind of have a lot of problem with it because they're just like, why would... Why would a God that's loving, like, for sure, tell a father to sacrifice his
2: own son? You to be know? honest, even as a believer, I have some trouble with this story.
1: <laughs> I do, well, yeah, too. This, is, this yeah. is, I think, the point of why the full context... I, th- I, th- I don't think you're human if you don't have a problem
0: with <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, that seems perfectly normal.
1: Though yeah, I deal... but, oh, but this is why the point of why full context matters, right? Because yeah. without the story of Jesus, then all we have is this story of this guy doing this, we're like, well that this guy's the father of our nation and our people and and then God is our God and so we're supposed to believe that this is what God wanted. And so I think this this whole idea of the prophetic revelation is that God's like telling a story, using real people essentially, like, here's my story and here's what's gonna happen, right? So I'm gonna ultimately sacrifice my son. And of course they don't know that, but but God's using history to tell this whole story. And then we get to Jesus, and then you can interpret it back that that's what he was talking about. Yeah. To play Eric's part, the only concern oh, man, with that, I was going to try, that. <laughs> I to say, is uh. that
2: that's awfully convenient for us in the current time. But it also, it's like if God, it, you know, the Israelites are God's chosen people, yet He clearly, I, you know, it is that's not the nicest thing to do to your chosen people, which is to give them. Make, you know, millions of them suffer under half a story, not understanding why things are happening, just so that we later on can go, oh, yeah, it makes tons of sense now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's, there, there are certain details
0: in the stories that get told specifically to to um,
2: to teach a lesson, right? Right. And, and actually, I never thought of it until the way we're just talking about the story now, but... When Abraham says, God will provide the sacrifice, mm-hmm. is effectively he's saying, like, I'm not going to do this. I know I won't have to. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I you think. What I mean? I like, think maybe. I read that, but he grabbed it, the knife and he was ready well, to do it. Well, he was like, I'm going to, God told me to do it. I got to put on the show that I'm going to do it. Yeah. But it, he never but was stabs he... the knife into him he doesn't have to right so do you think it was just a well, that's show what i mean I don't yeah because i think if it was
0: just a show god would know that that I mean, was in his heart god and would. he would be like all right go ahead
2: yeah i know I mean, maybe that... but also maybe god didn't want him to actually kill his kids so he wouldn't say True. go ahead <laughs> like yeah. do it right right <laughs> but that called the question a little bit by the whole
0: <laughs> yeah no i agree but... uh jeff the story <laughs> and then so i i i had to question myself about what does that what does this story say about free will did Abraham have free will over his actions, mm. right? So did God know exactly what was going to happen and did God know that Abraham was going to choose to grab the knife and start to sacrifice his own son or did he, I mean, if, if he knew all of that was going to happen, if he, if, why would he have had to test Abraham's faith
2: if we didn't have free will,
1: so there's right, so right. Jameson, what were
2: you going to say? Well, or even not omniscience, because you only test you only test something if you don't know the answer. Right, right, right.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was wow. along... It was. Where's,
0: like, it, where's Eric? You <laughs> <laughs> it
3: was along the same lines as like, did Abraham going into this the whole time know that God was going to um, provide? Something else to sacrifice, and he wasn't going to end up having to sacrifice his son. I mean, that that's that is a big question. Whether, you know, another another
0: parallel, by by the way, is three days. Right, so it's a three day journey. Yeah, he had three days to think about it. Abraham did, and he had three days to wait for God to find a replacement for Isaac. Yeah, and he, he he had from the time he was commanded to to go to Moriah, Mount Moriah. And that's a whole nother question I have is, how did he know where that was? Because he had never been there before.
1: Yeah, and then he's also like, they call the wind Mariah. So you're telling no. me there's a mountain? Yeah, just go follow oh, the wind. <laughs> but, mm. any, but Cricket sound effect behind that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. Um, You've never um, heard the song, They Call the Wind Mariah? No. No. All right, no. please cut that. What was
3: that? <laughs> <laughs> or something? No, there was might that? be one Some listener. Some of our yeah. listeners there yeah. song. <laughs>
1: We've got, we've got a one in eight chance.
0: One of our subscribers knows this song. If that's really and old and obscure, my dad might know
1: it. So we leave it in there for him. Uh, it's true. Oh, okay, Your yeah. dad will definitely know that song. Yeah. All right. So I think uh, Jameson yeah, makes so a really good point. What Jameson was saying. I, sorry, did, Abraham, that. did Abraham actually think he was going to have to sacrifice his sons? Because remember, God says... Uh, I'm going to bless all the generations through your son Isaac. Right. So basically, he's already told Abraham that Isaac is going to be the father of, of nations. many nations, many right. nations, and so.
0: So At what? What what's, do it,
1: we break out into? Father Abraham had many sons. <laughs> many sons. Had I mean, he really had okay, two. Well. <laughs> <laughs> He had to sacrifice his quote-unquote only son. Yeah, and he screwed the other one over and just, yeah, right, right. just sent him out of the desert. Yeah. Right, and it's
2: actually his son that has many sons, not him. Right, because no. Isaac has all 12. No, right? Isaac, What's well, the no. next one again. It's the next one. It's a, that's yeah, Jacob. It's Isaac does Jacob and Esau. Jacob, right, Jacob. and then Jacob yeah. has 12 sons. Yeah. Right. Which is a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot.
0: Isaac kind of gets brushed over, doesn't he? I mean, he's I mean, the
1: father of uh, know, but, Jacob and Esau. Yeah, but... He what's, gets what's the story gets, of Isaac when he gets tricked, After this. He gets tricked in, and blesses oh, Jacob instead right, Jacob of and Esau. All right, okay. before we get too <laughs> far away from it. <laughs> James was making that's a good, good story point that should... maybe Abraham is like, all right, I believe in God's promise. So he said that Isaac is going to be the father of many generations. So yeah. I know in doing this that um, I'm going to obey God, but I know that God is going to he's already told me what's going to happen with Isaac. And and it seems like in the telling of the story, um, so he goes out and he says to his servants, "We will go worship and we will return." Mm-hmm. When they're they're walking up, and Isaac says, "Where's the sacrifice?" And he says, "God will provide." So I guess you could interpret that as just lying. But along the way, he 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 has he he seems to indicate that he know he thinks God's not gonna. Uh, make him do this and then also in hebrews they have the and we talked about this last week it's like the it's like the heroes of faith and they go through everybody abraham's in there and it says that by faith abraham when he was tested agreed to sacrifice his son believing let me let me make sure i look up the right words but it was basically uh abraham reasoned that god could even raise the dead so basically Hebrews is saying mm. that Abraham's going into this. Mm, God's yeah. already made this promise knowing that even if I sacrifice my son, God could raise him from the dead. And and then Hebrews basically says in a way he does by not having to sacrifice his son, even though he's willing to do that. God, in effect, is raising him from the dead. <clears throat> Another parallel to Christ, yeah, by the way. Yeah. So, I did read point. that too. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I, I think
0: I think he keeps up the ruse for the whole trip, the three-day trip, and with the servants like, hey – we're gonna go up here and we're coming back, wink wink. Cause he's he's kind of I mean, Isaac had three days to run away. Like, my dad's going to kill me. I'm I'm out of here, I'm splitting. And then the servants, they could have been like, Hold on, you're going to kill your only son? We're not gonna let you do that.
2: That's
1: what and I mean, he, was he was an
0: old lie. man. They could take him. <laughs> I but I that... think
1: but I think that demonstrates to an even greater degree, the faith Abraham had, because he... The lies? A, well, no, in effect, he believes two things okay. at the same time. One, the first promise of God, that God... So he believes God fulfills his promises and that that great nations are going to come from Isaac. And he has such faith in God and that plan that he's willing to sacrifice his son. And so some... And those seem... T- those two things seem like incongruous, if that's a word. Or let's say it's a word.
0: I don't know if it applies.
1: It's like cognitive dissonance. Like both of these things can't be true. But Mm -hmm. but Hebrews is calling out that Abraham believed God so strongly that even if God says sacrifice my son, he knows that somehow those are both going to coexist, that both of God's promises are going to happen or that God's promise is going to happen, even though he sacrificed. I'm going to be Eric
0: here and I'm going to say that's somebody Mm -hmm. interpreting this story just like we're
1: trying to. Well, then it's the author of Hebrews interpreting the story, yeah. which is which is who? Paul was that Paul? I no, don't know. I know. Oh. Was it? Yeah, because written mm. in Hebrew. Well, well unlike, I'm giving you the Hebrews else interpretation. Else wrote, is in Greek. Mm. Although, isn't all of it really someone else interpreting? It is. The story? I, yeah. I know. I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like it needed to be said.
1: <laughs> if you want to just throw out so, frickin' <laughs> hypotheticals, so I think the <laughs> challenge
2: too that that we have with this story, and maybe it's just me, but it feels like our culture is. We take a conditional view of God where we're like, God does good and bad. God, God, God is good. And then like the devil's bad and we love God cause he's good. And I think like God is more like presenting himself in the old Testament, especially as I'm God, you love me. Good or bad. It's kind of irrelevant. When I tell you to do something, it's good. When you do what I, you go against what I say, it's bad. And there's not like an objective right or wrong outside of God. God is right and wrong. Mm. And so we look at this and say, this is weird. God shouldn't tell you to kill your kid because that's wrong. Except like on one hand, it's like unless God tells you and then it's not. So or unless God's
1: using history to tell a story. But again, it could just be us interpreting. Can so, God I'm contradict himself. himself? I suppose if you believe I mean, he's right. omnipotent, then he must be able to do whatever he wants. Right.
3: Like, yeah, like we talk about is don't he don't he lie killing lie, somebody really? is murder. Or you know, it's a sin, do not kill, but yet you know, if God's the one telling you to kill, then is it really a sin? I mean
2: Right. <laughs> that's right. What you're, that's well, what you're and this is what came up last time. <clears throat> Didn't yeah. in David the, In the sliver of what I can remember from what we talked about last time, I do remember that um we made the point that we're like, Oh well killing your child killing children is wrong. Like so you should have known you don't sacrifice your kid and killing kids is wrong. But yet God told Joshua and them like destroy the entire city, everything in it, kill the women and the children and the animals and everything. And so that's That's a lot of fizz. I would argue that that's evil to, to kill children in a city that are non-combatants, but they're
1: doing God's will quote unquote. Yeah. This is where I think, and this is what's tough. So getting back to the omniscience and the free will piece this is uh well there's a lot to unpack here all right so the, the omniscience and free will which we kind of glossed over with with Jeremy I think can't those not coexist I think they can yeah, yeah. you know I, yeah. I think
0: well so what if Abraham had decided not to kill Isaac then he
1: would still be responsible for his actions either way well, wouldn't he to me the
2: the test and thing God is would have found, found a way decision. to
1: bless he made the promise. I mean,
0: maybe I don't right? know. Right? He made the promise to bless all nations through Abraham's offspring, Isaac,
2: and like, what if the angel shows up and goes, "Stop!" And Abraham says, "No, God told me to sacrifice him. It uh, uh, yeah, kills point. him yeah. anyway." Mm-hmm. Well, like, they, they no! did say it was the angel
1: of the
0: Lord, so and
1: an angel I think is that's not just any angel, and around, an angel is right? a messenger of God, and as we know in the ancient Near East. <laughs> A-, 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 a messenger what, what? <laughs> represented right. the and person fact, he was sent to. There's a, I've the seen the suggestion that
2: every time in, in Genesis when <laughs> I it wouldn't says, know that without and the Lord the spoke way. to anybody, it's really an angel talking to them. It's not like a loud no. voice in the sky. I, I, I think, yeah, Because oh, they then Why I mean, did say
0: the angel of the Lord appeared to them and said such and such?
2: I don't know. I mean, he's just saving space, and it's hard to write on this piece of paper. So they just say, God, <laughs> God said. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I yeah, saw an angel of the
3: Lord just appear in front of me, I'd I'd stop whatever I was doing at the, so time. the burning. So, angel of the bush. Lord
2: showed up to to Lot and said, "Hey, is what we're doing?" They said, "No, no, 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 don't do that." They argue, He argues with the angel. Right? An angel of the Lord shows up and Jacob puts him in a headlock and holds him on the ground for hours. Yeah. But if you don't want to sacrifice your that son, was and an angel God, comes. Well, that's what I it mean. It's, it's the same thing. What, what's the burning bush? Representative.
0: What's the burning bush? right is that an angel or is that god
1: or is it just a a, a representation of god and it's right. a bush that's that's not being consumed by fire i don't know we're getting really we're getting yeah, really sorry, sorry. We, we are really we are yeah, no. into weather into,
2: but so the point so, what what do we know about <laughs> okay, the ancient race, so the the, <laughs> the things i would to go back to jeremy's point about and your question so i think omniscience and free will can coexist but the idea that God has to test the faith of someone while he has omniscience does not make any sense.
1: Yeah, perhaps. And that's why there's these other kind of interpretations of it that God's using people to tell a story. Sure. And, and I and, and
2: I, that asks another free will question, which is, is Abraham effectively a puppet slash action figure in God's story at this point?
0: Just to
2: put the parallel to Jesus in the Bible? Yeah. Like, this, to show faith and say, I don't, you might, his core might,
1: well, I guess he gets credit, though, for being faithful and making, the so it sounds like he had the decision and he gets credit for it. And also, why doesn't God just say, I'm going to send my son thousands upon thousands of years later, and he's going to, yeah. all right, so God just says, all right, sin's bad, and then I'm going to send my son, and that's going to. Be the ultimate sacrifice yeah, but instead right. he we and by the way abraham elaborate elaborate
0: 2020 and, well, is gonna maybe be a if terrible he had year. said that
1: the jewish right. faith
3: would actually believe that jesus was the savior yeah yeah but
1: wouldn't that have been wasn't that the intent but why does god do it that way mm. so what do we learn about god
2: i'm, uh, jumping to the end already. I'm just we, i'm no, just no, saying no, I'm what just do just we learn about it. god <laughs> so no. i mean
1: like even with all this is like when, when people talk about whether creation was seven days or whatever, I always say like it doesn't matter. The point is what do we learn about God and that God likes to use for whatever his reasons are, uses a process. Because he could have clearly made the world all in one day. He, he would have been to. exhausted. Sure. Yeah. He would have had six days of rest. Yeah. Well, then he uh, could. What a great world would this be if we just <laughs> oh, worked man. for one day. Six days out. <laughs> for sure mm. I guess we'd
2: be pretty behind on like <laughs> go? development Woof! of things pulled an all-nighter <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm gonna
0: sleep in tomorrow <laughs> I had so I I had a question here and it, it something sparked it when we were talking but it was why do bad things happen to good people you know that question comes up all the oh, time yeah. yeah and Abraham clearly a good person you know he's a he's follows God he's he's obedient he left the his homeland and wandered in the wilderness and settled here and settled there. And, and he was a good guy. He did a couple terrible things, I'm sure, because nobody is perfect. A few, yeah. Um, so, I mean, he could have asked the question to God when God said, sacrifice your only son, that son you love. He could have said,
1: why me? What, what did I do? what if we reverse it? Why do good things happen to bad people? That's a, another valid question, yeah. Yeah. But. And maybe it's because we don't really, we don't earn a lot of things. Well, because I think. Maybe because ultimately our, our, the ultimate uh, good or the ultimate bad. Well, we, ah, nah, why I think, I, I think <laughs> it comes down to the free will thing. yes yeah.
3: That. Because God is not controlling everything that happens. that's happened. That's what I so, believe. So, you know, so He's mostly yeah, of clock. course, good things can happen to bad people. Cause I mean, it's, 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 a, it's all a, a circumstance of your situation, your current situation. So sometimes good yeah. things will happen to you. Sometimes bad but things. But he can, to, that's how I feel. but
0: he can take the bad and
3: make it good. The so, thing, the thing so is, my, is with believers though, like if a bad thing happens to you, like, You still have that faith, that strength that doesn't crush you where sometimes where people that don't have that faith, when a bad thing happens, they're just, it it overwhelms them
2: and they just don't know how to handle it. So I I think think. there's hope. Two things. Yeah. I think of God and the world more as like kind of the clockmaker idea. Like God set up the world and the rules of the world and gave us all free will and he intervenes in small things to tell his big story. Because if I believe that God controlled everything. Mm-hmm. Present tense, not just past tense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's possible. I don't know okay. if he is anymore. Because as, oh, okay. as a faith, we're sort of acting like he doesn't. Since no one will believe anything new. We only look at thousand-year-old books to tell us what God thinks about anything. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so we sort of have said God is not interacting. Even though we all act like he can and we pray for miracles and stuff, no one's, you know, outside of, I would say, the Catholic Church acting like real miracles happen regularly. You know what I mean? Like I, I believe that happens. I mean, I guess medical things. People think people get healed. But those could be – I don't know. This is my, my view. Sure. My view, kind of clockmaker, sets up the rules. Small interventions, I think there'll be a bigger intervention at the end of the world. But, like, I think in the day-to-day, it's random. And I almost have to believe that because I think if God is controlling every single thing, I have a lot of trouble with the, oh, it's all for the greater good and throw the switch, like, that it's cool. Like, when horrible things happen to little children and I think if God could intervene at any minute and does for dumb shit, like, God, help me get through this you know like made this thing right. easy yeah. for me today it's yeah. like fuck no you better not have you know like if you're doing anything go help that kid being molested in wherever or this kid who starved to death in africa or this right. kid who got you know horrible cancer and died or hit by a bus or whatever like don't help you know jane with her small business get off the ground like, <laughs> like yeah. That's, yeah. you're you're applying
0: your energy in the wrong spots i i i think that puts limits to god and i don't like to do that personally sure but and so for me, I think that he does work in the day to day. And I think he does, uh, do miracles, whether we recognize them or not in everybody's everyday lives. And, and maybe not every day, maybe not sure. every other day, but I think that there are miracles being happening without us even knowing. And if you can recognize them, great. I mean that that's that's amazing to be able to recognize a, a miracle of God, but also at the same time, if you have a, a child being molested or or uh, dying of cancer, I think that um, God is also working in those situations. But I think I, I look at mo- this it, it, it is really tough, um, but it, I think of it as like one step backwards to get to two, two or three or four or five steps forward.
2: Mm. I mean, I, I see your point, but to me, that view is kind of like why conspiracy theories are popular. <laughs> no, I mean. Did, also, did me, you know that the earth is flat? <laughs> because people like the idea, even if it's an evil sinister thing, that something's in charge. But because uh, I think it's a scary reality to think that while we're talking right
1: now, a meteor could smash into this room and kill us all. And it would be for so no we reason. It would be we for to, no reason whatsoever. We want to take random facts and make something yes. that we can explain out of it. Well, here's what I think. I think you take the good, you take, <laughs> take the, the bad, <laughs> I knew you, were be. <laughs> you take them both, <laughs> and there you have it. And there you them. have the <laughs> facts of life. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I, think, I think it comes down to it, it obviously starts all the way back in the Garden of Eden. Like, if God had control over everything, obviously Adam and Eve wouldn't have eaten the apple. Would, sin would not have ever even entered into this world. But that did happen. Right. And, Unless you're and, I,
2: I, <laughs> and then God did that on purpose just to show how great he is to save us.
3: <laughs> Sorry. I mean, but, maybe- but I think that just leads to the world. <laughs> That he tried to, he's trying to create. I mean, ultimately, the creation of of humans was to have love for their their God. I mean, that's kind of what he created us for, is you know, I agree. so that we, I that. you know, and to yeah. and so obviously, if we don't have conflict and 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 hardships in our lives, then. Well, how hard is that going to be then to to love God? Uh, well, obviously, well, but love for so, God
2: not matter in heaven? Then,
3: what what do you mean? I, I don't. I mean, loving so, God, not yeah, because
2: there won't then? be like, conflict and hardship
3: right, in heaven. So, right. like, um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I there's not, a difference
0: between I mean, now where we are not in the presence of like physical presence sure. of God
3: and and in but heaven. The, but when we but that's be. what He's doing now is the testing of us of our faith. To bring us to heaven. So, I mean, I I mean, I think that's why we have the conflict and hardships now is so that he can figure out, okay, this is who truly loves me and this is who doesn't truly love me. This is who deserves to be with me forever. And so, yeah, the situation is obviously going to change when we're in heaven. I mean, but
2: he needs to figure out who it's worthy to be in heaven like Abraham. But so that's to me that that sounds like the so then it's the test because he doesn't know our hearts. But I think he knows our hearts. So it doesn't matter if you're how if he doesn't have to test you in real life. To me, it's pure science for God and and, and entertainment. That's what I think. There's, that's my theory on God. And, and if you look at Jesus's stories, I think, and, and what he tells us, it's mostly like life
1: is going to be super hard. Love me and I will save you when you die. That seems to be what Jesus says. Yeah. He so does. Even, even for those of faith, life isn't easier. Right. It's going right. to be, in, in fact, fact it it's going to be, be even worse. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Because
2: I think, like, the you know, the, the, the poor suffering child, let's just leave vague like that, takes no, I think, um, you know, consolation in the idea that a well-to-do kid is a, has a worthless character. They're like, yeah, but he eats and sleeps safely every night. I would like that. You know, like, yeah. um, <laughs> so I think that's where it's more like, this world is this world, and we and as our response and faith should be to try to help the people that we can and bring justice where we can, but that we should set our sights on on what happens when we die. But that's also, where salvation comes.
1: Also, this uh, the whole idea that God intervened like consistently in the Old Testament we're just reading the stories where God does intervene I
0: agree so there's like yeah there's so many other people in the so world there's so many other yes. people in the world
1: and he's choosing very specific people and times to intervene yeah, yeah. to tell What's, a story what
0: stories do we have about the Amorites or the Jebusites and the right
2: uh, Ewoks well I mean effectively what, we're, what we believe from what we else we have is the really Forest in- of Endor story <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that God has written all these people off because they're not his chosen people yeah I mean, that, that, but then the weird thing is, but he, we get the
0: stories from his chosen people, right? But we he has examples
1: of where even to his chosen people, he talks about, uh, was it Darien or Xerxes or whomever, right? He calls them his servant.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, right. So and Balaam,
1: he, right? Balaam is kind of like, Noah's yeah, Balaam's God. like not even and a, Nebuch- Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, was, yeah. Was, Nebu- that's it. Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. yeah. He calls him his servant. Yeah. And that's a weird thing, and this he's is
0: doing God's will. He's doing God's bidding,
1: and that's a weird mm. thing to put in a book that you're going to share with the Jewish people right.
0: and call your enemy, <laughs> right? Because Nebuchadnezzar, right.
1: well, because he's he's like, the this Jewish is my nation. stick I used to beat you because you guys weren't listening, pretty much, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Which brings me to the Matrix. Oh, because oh, no, the I'm ship kidding. was called the Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I was like blue pill. No, um, and the writing was on the wall. Was, was that it? Nebuchadnezzar too? Oh, where he sees know, the hand uh, writing on the wall. Yeah,
2: oh, was that?
0: Yeah, and he... he and that's also oh, the that's sound of the sign. Oh, that's good... I don't know. We, we, we got to tell that story later because he goes and, and he, he Hello, can't speak and he goes and lives with friend. the livestock for a while, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's a crazy story. We'll talk about that
1: one
2: another time. That's a lot of good ones.
1: It eats grass like an animal, right? Yeah. yeah. So,
2: but then to that... bring it back to Abraham and, and Isaac, I think if you and look at the world... Take 18. If you look at the world and say, this place doesn't matter... It's a horrible den of suffering and evil. And when we die, God's going to take care of us. Then it almost makes sense that Abraham says, all right, you want me to kill my kid? Whatever. I guess as long as I get to be with you afterwards, this, everything's cool. But is you that what you th-
1: think Abraham was saying?
2: No, but I mean, I think he was following it because he wasn't like, this is right and wrong. And God is the guy of right and wrong. He's like, uh, this guy made the universe and he could smite me like that. And he told me to do something. I'm going to do it. I believe in him and yeah. I have faith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, but potentially. Okay. But so now, with everything that happens in this world and everything in the Old Testament, the Jewish faith is the chosen people. Now, though, the Jewish faith doesn't believe in salvation through Christ because they didn't believe that he was the son of God. Are they still the chosen people? Uh, are are According us christians Paul, are us christians like are are we the chosen people or are we not the chosen people because like we're not jewish so i mean with the stories that, and everything that goes on between the old testament and the new testament and what god is really trying to share with
2: us i mean i don't know i so get I, I get a little confused even, with it because well, like it is. i think it- so a couple. Of th- so I think Paul would say in Romans that they're still the chosen no matter what because they're God's chosen people and that we are in a way the elect, the ones who believe in Jesus because we're sort of selected by God to believe in Jesus. You can, I mean, mm-hmm. depending on some of the wording, definitely suggest that and Peter even more. Um, and so we are kind of chosen in that way. But I don't think we're the chosen people in the sense that we should look at the things written in the Old Testament to the Jews and apply them to us. That's where yeah. I think we got to sometimes.
1: We certainly don't. With uh I mean, Paul also says, "Yeah, don't apply the kind of the law written for the Jews to right. the Gentiles." Exactly, because uh, because it's different. But even with the story of Abraham, you know, he he talks about he's going to be a great nation, but I'm going to bless all nations through you, right? So there's this there's this idea that they're they're definitely the descendants, and again, and and maybe I'm just myopic on this but it's just this the storytelling thing these descendants and this is part of god's plan and the chosen people are part of it but then jesus it, the ultimate culmination of this story well there's probably more story to be told but but the culmination here of scripture is christ and that's how all nations are blessed through christ right. yeah Right.
2: so i mean i would interpret and kind of thought of it and i don't know if this is right but as in when jesus comes he doesn't say like it's not like oh the jewish did that come through on the mic? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I, got little, I got a
2: little gurgle there. I was, I was like,
0: looking around to see who it was. <laughs> it was
2: me. It was like it, was it, didn't, it didn't interrupt my talking at all, but it's still, you <laughs> know, um, that when Jesus comes, it's not like, oh, and then the Jewish faith moves on without Jesus, and he starts this new thing. Like, Jesus' intent, and, and God's intent, I think, is this is like phase two of Judaism, and there is just some of the Jews... Rejected that and stayed on a different path. And it's not like Christianity is like a word that got created in the, by the Greeks, right? Like hundreds of years later, not the Greeks, the Romans, I mean. And this idea that, um, originally they were called the way, it was like a sect of Judaism. Yeah. And so we're supposed to be, this is a realization of the overall original Jewish faith. Yeah. And we're effectively Jews in spirit now, not in racial sort of descent,
1: yeah potentially Interesting, yeah i guess
2: yeah but i don't think we get the promises because i think that matter, the descent mattered according to the old testament <laughs> but um, we are in the sense that
1: we're, hopefully remote uh, where a lot of us are circumcised it did but then there's also people <laughs> grafted so again in oh, hebrews yeah. in hebrews with the list of heroes rahab's mentioned she's not jewish mm-hmm. but she's mentioned as a hero so that's
2: true um and she uh, was an innkeeper yeah. Or prostitute.
1: <laughs> Did we tell that story already? No, I've no, done that one I've head. done that
2: with, uh, youthful, yeah. with the kids before. They, Where that's it's like, funny. like, could be interpreted
1: as innkeeper or it could be interpreted as prostitute. One <laughs> right. or the other. We'll talk about that
0: one another time. Yeah. We've we got a lot of t- stories to tell you. Yes. Um, I want to bring it down a little less heady. Okay. Uh, so as Abraham is taking this three day trip with Isaac to sacrifice him
1: on Mount Moriah. Or is it a region? It might have been the region of Mariah. Whatever. Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um.
0: What's he going to say to Sarah when he gets home? Oh, yeah. Great point. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Adios mio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, honey. Uh, God told me to do it. Right. Yeah,
2: that's that's. Notice true. he doesn't tell her ahead of time. Right, yeah. Because it's no not, amount of yeah. faith... Let's a mother say that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, no,
1: because after waiting hundred years to that's have true. a kid,
0: like... she would have grabbed the knife first and right. killed Abraham. Abraham's man. like, I could have another kid.
1: Because there's there's a time when you tell her there's there's a time when it's better to ask be there's a time when it's better asked for forgiveness than permission. Right. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And when you have to sacrifice one of your children, that's one of the times. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Wow. All right. So what do we learn? Yes. What do we learn? Oh, jeez. Jamie, what are the three you things learn? again? About ourselves, about
2: God. Oh yeah. I think it's just those two. What do we learn about the divine? divine? What do divine? we learn about ourselves? Oh, okay, just two. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll start.
0: Alright. Yeah. What do you learn about we, we can take some time. I can cut it out. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Well just, I think I'm Awkward silences can yeah. get cut. Yeah. I'll put some crickets. Or left away. in. <laughs> <laughs> so am I going or not? You can, you, can. Yeah, you can. If you have you your thoughts, go I for have it. A
3: thought.
2: <laughs> I don't plan that far ahead when I'm talking, if you haven't noticed. Mm. But um so what I've learned about myself, I think, is that I'm dark and I'm frustrated with history. Mm. Um and the Are story you a bit of a called, pessimist. Well, I have mm. a running theme, I think, in my struggle with my faith is that I'm unhappy with God's decisions about stuff sometimes. So I, I choose to believe that he doesn't make a lot of decisions because that makes me like him more. Wait. So you choose to think that he doesn't make decisions
0: instead of thinking that you're right and he's wrong. Yes. Okay.
2: Because that I mean, cause that's what it would be. <laughs> instead <laughs> of the opposite, which is – That's what I started I can't, to hear. I can't, I can't get to the part where I'm like – well, I just don't have the broader view that this is all going to work out for the best. Thanks <laughs> okay. God. <All> right. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for smiting everybody. I'm sorry. I'm sure it's for the right reasons. Yeah. I I can't get there. Um. And maybe that's because of lack of faith in me, or maybe uh, a heightened level of discernment. Who knows? But um. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But anyway, so that's where be nicer I,
1: to stop at. Uh, yeah, you went you. <laughs> I like how you questioned, like, uh, I could not have the level of faith that I should, or I just might be really, really smart. (laughs) It was like you were almost there on – you were almost at humility, and then you're like, it might just be that I'm better than everybody (laughs) Thanks
0: for listening to Bible on the Rocks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. A special thanks to our contributors, Brett Hinke, Ed Johnson, Josh Perius, Eric Smith, and Jameson Stubbs. Also contributing and doing sound editing is me, Jeremy Spittle. Finally, be sure to check out Spitfire's other podcast, Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. She's the introvert's extrovert and talks to people so you don't have to. For now, this has been a Spitfire production.
2: the greatest thing I've ever heard